today during Rated RPG. Just notice what the title was. I like that title. Demonic oh. Portal Incoming Hit the Deck. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and sparts, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Yes, indeed. Didn't we like stuff it full of stuff though, so it's never gonna open up again? You found a like a hole in the ground that had like this purplish mist coming out of it that was sort of pulsating with necrotic energy in sync with the giant like black hole in the sky. And I don't remember what you threw in there. It it, it wouldn't have been enough to fill it because it's it's a pretty massive pit with like a almost a ten foot radius, and you would have no idea how deep it is. But, you know, you killed the undead that was sort of, like, crawling its way out of there pretty quickly. Remember the white? The, like, oh, yeah. useless white oh, yeah. universe? That was the best. But then after you did that, that's when Glubjeg sort of, like, started twitching and, like, sniffing and looking around. And then he started, like, kind of growling as his fur sort of started to, like, prickle up. And Glubjeg, you started, you kind of look at the ground in, like, an angle towards the northeast... And then you just say, like, Demon Portal. As your portal senses begin tingling, you locate a portal to the abyss that is approximately 250 or so feet to the northeast and underground. Uh, gentlemen, there's a, there's a demon portal nearby. <laughs> yeah. Can we plug it? We need to plug it and fill it up. Well, it's underground. About 250 feet away. I know that because I'm a horizon walker. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's like, that was the end of the last episode. (laughs) Right there, a little little recap. Koslo is still suffering from the mummy rot curse. You guys were able to cure Race. Race was the second person who had the mummy rot. And that's because when you guys stumbled across the group of survivors that were sort of huddling in like the deep dark catacombs beneath the chapel, they had a single scroll of remove curse, which Koslo graciously offered to Race. And so unfortunately that meant that Koslo doesn't have any way of curing himself that he knows of right now, except that the horrible devil shield that Dababi is carrying around keeps offering that it can cure Koslo's mummy rot. And, and, I'm like, and I'm like, no, thank you, Bill Gates. Keep that away from me. I need your 5G. For, for, the, for the low, low, low price of you just destroying this non-magical greatsword that you found just somewhere in the catacombs. It's totally unimportant, non-magical greatsword. Just destroy that and then bam, you're gonna be cured forever. So just just know that that offer's still on the table, Coslo. But anyways. Well, yeah. <laughs> At what price? Well, you just said what the price was. Destroy that great sword, and then that's the price. And also probably my soul, but you know. Yeah, it might rarely cause uh, severe blood clots. But you were also, you also found out uh, when you discovered this group of survivors that the very important person you're looking for, Lord Alder Ravenguard, has actually had left with a group of warriors and knights to go to a nearby cemetery where there was another chapel. And the reason they're going to the uh, cemetery is twofold. First of all, there is a powerful relic connected to Torm, 
the the great benevolent good god that Coslo uh, worships, and uh, this good. artifact that is uh, attuned to Torm, called the Helm of Torm's Sight, is said to allow people to have visions directly given to them by Torm. And so Older Raven Guard was headed there to get this helmet, hopefully so that he could have visions of how to save the city from its horrible fate of being dragged into hell. But second of all, there had been a huge influx of attacks of undead, as well as, of course, devils, and even demons, which are surprising to see up here in the city, because demons, of course, have been attacking and waging this massive war down on the surface, but the city, you know, has just been dragged into hell. So it's a little surprising to see so many demons up here. So he was investigating that as well. So once you guys sort of like rested up and cured race, you guys headed out to the cemetery. When you got there, you were immediately attacked by a bunch of Minotaur skeletons, which one of them crit Coslo and totally wrecked his hit points. So now he is permanently at a very low amount of hit points until he gets his mummy rock cured. Then you guys also were attacked by some like specters and wraiths and things like that. You found a like a hole that had a bunch of purpley mist coming out of it, and you killed the undead that were pouring out of that, but it's clear that that is some sort of weird necromancer hole where like undead spew out of. And then finally, when you guys sort of raided this smaller building to the southwest, you guys found a diary in there that had been apparently written by a madman. I think Brad it was Glubjeg who who read through it like kind of quickly. And you realize mm -hmm. that this was written by a guy who absolutely hates demons and also is kind of completely insane. Anybody else have anything you want to add? I'm currently a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Race currently has his enormous rock hard cock. Always, no. I keep it on. Oh. And, I, and I sniffed out a portal to the abyss. Yes, that's right. You sniffed out a portal to the abyss, which, of course, is the home of demons. And it is very close to you, less than 250 feet away. Oh, I have a question for Emery, for the DM. So, Kozlo is a brown bear, I believe, form right now? Yeah. And so, as part of that, I can't talk unless somebody in my party has speak with animals in which they can, they can talk to me. So, okay. I can be in wild shape form for three hours. So I'll need a little help knowing when that three hours is up. Otherwise, I guess I can just, I'll just revert back when that's up. But that's my thing. Can't I thought really Wild Shape lasted for one hour. For me, I can stay in Beast Shape for a number of hours equal to half my Druid level rounded down. I am a Dude. level six character. All right. Okay, so I'm a level five Druid. So I can only do two hours. Two hours. Okay. Yes. We can't talk to you. No. You can talk to me, but I can only respond in grunts and paw slaps. Yeah, uh, paw slaps. All right, well, that's enough. I have speak with animals. Hey. There you go. Yeah, let's so hear, you let's hear some of friends. it. Can you guys talk to each other in bear? Discord didn't like it. Discord doesn't like when you talk like a bear, Jason, and it mutes you. It's like, fuck that. <laughs> this is copyrighted content. Well, it, it's what he said in bear. Oh, that's what it was. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, you've only been in bear form for like, you know, 10, 20 minutes tops. So if okay. you do short rest, that takes another hour. 
But then that yeah. gives you like 40 minutes of still being in bear form before you have to worry about All it. Right. Speaking of that short rest, do you guys you guys want to do that? And where do you want to do that? We've got the we've got the what the tent, the special tent. We do got the a hut? hut for sure. The shoe. Where is this magic fun hut? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let me. I'm gonna cast it. Is there any particular spot? Do we want to be right next to the creepy hole or go somewhere else? We could duck into that building. Oh yeah. Wait, have we been in there? Didn't we avoid the building because we were afraid of what was in there? No. Well, the one south of us, we went in. Oh, okay. It. The little one. diary. Yeah. Yeah, that little shack. But we haven't gone in the big like. No. Church. Oh, let's go to the church, love shack, baby. It it's not a church though, is it? It's it's a chapel. Yeah. It's a chapel. Okay. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's a place where uh, services would be held for you know people who are about to be interred in the graveyard and things like that. I so see. you guys kind of walk back into this smaller building here, which seemed to serve as uh, quarters for whoever you know was in charge of this chapel. It has since been ransacked. Uh, apparently, everything sort of strewn about and. Yes, I need to be. I need to give myself control of race's enormous rock hard cock. I don't actually mm. have control over it. Just grip it from each side, man. You'll be great. <laughs> All right, now I can move your enormous rock hard cock around. Use a steady hand though, because it knows when you know when someone's not feeling confident. <laughs> be careful though, Emery, because you're not really in control of it. <laughs> of course. <laughs> It's hard to say who's in control of it, if anyone even is, really. It's like a divining rod. It just has its own mind, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just going to pop over to your sheet here and just see how long this lasts. No, I think it's an hour. If this thing would come Yes, out. it lives for one hour. Okay. So your cock, unfortunately, is going to sort of shrink down and become, you know, useless. Just, a, uh, <laughs> just for now. Exactly. So there, your cock goes away. But everybody can go ahead and spend hit dice to heal up. You get all your, you know, short can, use. Can everyone, really, can everyone do that? <laughs> Actually, wait, I can't either. Because didn't I get hit by something that until I take a long rest, I can't heal? I feel like I remember oh, that. Snap. Yeah. Oh, snap. Yeah. I shouldn't have said it, but I want to be honest about the game. No, that's so. good. I'm going to give you inspiration. I'm going to give you inspiration. Hey, right I'll take it. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Okay, so you got hit with a life drain, and you failed the con check, I think. So you got your hit point maximum reduced by oh, 12, by, So it goes down to 15, then? Because my max is 27? Let's do it. It should, be, it should be, I think, yeah, whatever your health is at right now probably is what. I think it's right, because I have my health at 12, so. Okay. You um, got hit by, you got hit by... Alive, oh, that's what it was. Yep, it was 15 damage. Just leave. I don't have all my hit dice available. It's only have four. You're just giving us average for those, is that right? No, for your hit dice, you're actually going to be rolling them, and you can roll them right off your character sheet, and it'll add your constitution bonus in when you do it that way. Okay. What are you at for max hit points right now? Okay, that's a really great question, Aaron. Let me tell you. I am <laughs> <have> not... <laughs> so, Coslo... <laughs> Coslo Ferngrove is at nine hit points. Can't regain hit points under any circumstances until the mummy rock curse is removed and his, it, he's restored. 
but I am right now a brown bear with 34 hit points because Wild Shape allows me to assume the hit dice and hit points of the creature that I have become. So as long as I'm a bear or something else, I'm not on the verge of, of death. Yeah. Interestingly, race is actually, you know, in more trouble because race cannot heal uh, at all until he does a long rest. And he only has 12 hit points and he has no bear form to fall back on. Got no bears, man. Yeah. Okay. So I can't, if we do a short rest, I can't change my spells around, which no. I would really prefer to do. So a long rest. Yeah. I know we got to find all their friggin' Raven Guard, but a long rest would really be great for a couple of us right now. It would be. I don't know if, you know, Glubjag, you got your, your senses tingling. You could tell there's a, there's a demon portal that is active just yeah. 250 feet away from you. So might be a little bit risky to go to bed with a demon portal in your basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right, you guys do your short rest. And, you know, Costello, that gets you back your wild shapes. And you get all your bardic inspirations back, Dion. So. And my key. We'll take I get it. my key back, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get that key back. All right, well, you guys rest up. And uh, what do you do? Yeah, we don't get spell slots. We don't get spells back, right? No. No spells okay. back, sadly. I've still got, like, all my spells. All I did was wrench people. I do have a question. So in mm-hmm. D&D Beyond, it says I have five Bardic Inspiration, but in Roll20, it says I have four. Is mm... uh, Good question, um, which is correct. Uh, I would I would, I would would hazard to say the D&D Beyond is correct. Do uh, you get a bonus one for a high uh, ability score or something? Um, heck if I know. Let's pull it up. <clears throat> You might have just forgot to uh, increase it when you leveled up. On I your bet you that's probably sheet. what it is. Mm-hmm. I'll take the extra. So it's five now. Yay. Okay. Um, and... uh, did we not activate D&D Beyond for um, Twitch? Maybe. Maybe not. I, I didn't. See it. I didn't. So if nobody else did, then it didn't get activated. It's up. Trick. It's up. Okay. Good. Case says it's up. All right. right. Just going to double check here for you, Dion, just to make sure how many inspirations you have. Bardic Inspiration is Charisma Modifier, so total equal to your Charisma Modifier. You only have four uses. So y'all are feeling inspired. Do you want to create another giant cock race? Oof, I think I can only do it once a day unless I use my last third level spell, so Mm -hmm. I'm just going to wait. I'm going to wait for the cock. Fair enough. Aren't we all? Every day of my life. <laughs> Just waiting for the cock. Okay. Well, there's a number of points of entry on uh, this chapel. There's a lot of windows that have been sort of shattered. The stained glass just kind of broken everywhere. I think Coslo noticed last session that he could carefully crawl through the windows and not cut himself. But if somebody were to just jump through these windows or be thrown through the windows, hint, hint, that would be pretty deadly. Uh, there's also front doors, which you guys uh, stumbled across earlier. Yeah, but you don't just go in through the front door. Although I guess we eliminated pretty much all the threats that were out there. So let's just say there was somebody that I was fighting against as a brown bear. Yeah. And I wanted to throw them through a plate glass window. Yeah. What would that role look like? 
because as a brown bear, I'd have to grapple and then I'd have to throw them, right? Well, athletics can be used to grapple, but it can also be used to shove. So if you beat somebody, then you shove them back five feet. If you beat them by five or more, then you'll shove them back another five feet. And you beat them by 10 or more, you shove them back another five feet. So you can you can potentially launch somebody if you uh, roll high enough and they roll low enough. And a brown bear doesn't have an athletics score per se, but would that fall under Coslo's? So if you're proficient, if, if Coslo is proficient, then you add your proficiency bonus. And then you uh, use the strength of the bear. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. As a brown bear, I feel like people sometimes <laughs> overlook my ability to throw people through windows. <laughs> well, they might not. Depends what happens here. Because the suggestion was made, and I'm, I kind of want to do it now. <laughs> oh, that, that's the other thing. People, uh, Great White Spark actually just mentioned. Uh, Lulu is currently sort of hanging back, but if you want to bring her in, she does have some, you know, combat abilities. We could bring uh, Lulu in. You guys want her? Yeah, hurt. What we do. Yeah. Oh my God, we're we're kind of banged up here. We could yeah, use can't the we, help. Fair enough. Can't we leave all the bonus people in this <clears throat> shack for the time being or something? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're safe actually. They're they're totally safe. Oh. There's no reason. Oh good. Yeah. Well, Lulu can come with us now. Okay. Sure. The only reason you might not want her around is in case she were to die, and you'd be sad if she were to die. You know, but. Oh. But yeah, you're right. You guys are in kind of a tough situation, so let's bring Lulu in. So you run back briefly to the uh, entrance of the cemetery where Lulu is just sort of hanging out. And she's kind of fluttering in her big, like, Dumbo ear wings. And she's like, howdy, boys. How's it going in there? Not great, Lulu. Not great. I gotta be honest. Would oh, you dear. happen to want to help out? We could use a little extra hands and hooves. Oh, dear. Well, I don't have any hands, per se, but I would gladly help you with anything you might require. Oh, Lulu, you're the best. Can I get a little bit of uh, alcohol from your nose right quick? <laughs> Darling, I don't know how to tell you this, but I don't actually have the ability to create infinite amounts of alcohol. <laughs> I, I just I just poured a few beers into my into my trunk, and I was serving them that way. I hope this doesn't ruin oh. your Oh, relationship. my immersion, Lulu. Oh, I Lulu, trusted just, you. Just hawk a giant loogie into a glass and give it to her. <laughs> oh, all right. She uh, she sort of horks, and then she horks a loogie into your water skin that you're holding up. Do you drink it? <laughs> Not this time. I'm going to save it for later. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Lulu. You're a peach. Oh, anytime, darling. Anytime. Immersion maintained. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go through the side door here and head on in. This window that's fallen Thank out? You. Yeah. How, is it a window? Yes. Looks like it used to be a stained glass window. All right, boys. So, so we can sneak through that? Uh, you might be able to sneak through it. I can't sneak through shit. And uh, you're, ma you're maintaining your brown bear form, right, uh, Yes. Yeah, bears aren't very stealthy. That's true. But if you guys do want to be sneaky, go ahead and roll a uh, stealth check, everybody. And uh, we'll do what's what's called a group check, where 50%, only 50% of the people have to pass it. And then it counts yeah. as the whole group passing. There you go. All right. Group <clears throat> stealth, everybody. Uh, let's see if it'll work. All right, Lulu, not 
proficient and not very dexterous, she gets a two, so that's not very good. <laughs> oh my gosh, look at that, Costello. You got a 19, no bonuses there, but still it's nope, pretty I'm good. Nope, I'm not proficient, and uh, the brown bear doesn't have any bonuses. He's okay. a, he has a 10 dex. All righty. Aaron, <laughs> you... you... Want this? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, you want to roll it for me, because it's going to take a sec. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, you're wearing full play, right? Right. So that is disadvantage on stealth checks. So you got an eight. So, so far, a 23, a 19, an eight, and a two. So I think this is all going to come down to what Dion rolls. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Come on. Oh, Big he's... stealth energy. Oh, here it goes. <laughs> 21. Oh, yeah. Hey, let's go. Very nice. Okay, so you guys... Managed to very, very stealthily climb through this window. And I'll let you guys put yourselves in there in whatever order you want. You guys go first. I'm going to figure out where I can fit once everyone else is in. Yeah, just just uh, stay within, like, the first three squares of the window, please. Because something's going to happen once you guys all get in there. Uh-oh. Hey. I'll be showered with gold. There you go. Move, moved you in for you, for you Dion. Okay. Thank you, sir. So as you guys move in there, you notice that there are a number of skeletal creatures lurking in the dark. And because of your sort of like stealthy climbing through the windows, you don't think they've noticed you yet. So it's up to you. Do you guys want to attack them and get a surprise round? You can't skeletal creatures. Yeah, they, they look like ready for battle and like kind of you know not like they would be friendly. They look Tough customers. They look like very large minotaur skeletons with great axes. Oh yeah, oh, this doesn't seem very friendly at all. It appears like they're all sort of looking at these front doors and ready to attack. These are doors here. These are doors here. Oh, okay. These are, these windows. are windows. Yeah. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah, and there's mm. yeah they're they're sort of pressed up against the windows. So if you were to look into the windows, <coughs> you wouldn't really see them because they'd, they'd be just off to the side. Like they're and clearly hiding that? and trying to surprise whoever comes through these doors. That that you're pinging right now, that is a curtain, a big All heavy right. drape. Oh boy, we know yeah. what's behind curtains. Kozlo, you can, can you cast spells when you're a bear? No. You can't do any vine special vine attacks. Nope. Rubbish. Sorry. All right. Well, it's kind of down. Those, those, those skeletons are going to notice you any moment now, so I need a choice. Are you going to attack them, or are you going to oh. wait? Hypnotic uh. pattern, if they're all fairly close to each well, other? Yeah, they're going to notice us. Okay, Four. wait. Three. Attack. Attack. I'm gonna, Two. Yeah, I'm going to cast uh, all right. shield. How, how often can my shield do fireball? Yeah, your shield can do fireball a few times a day, I'm pretty sure. Is it like three charges or something? Yeah, we'll look it up. But if you guys are attacking, I'm going to have everybody roll initiative. Here we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you could do it for me, I'm refreshing 20 again. Okay. No problem. I got to re-roll that and get myself in the initiative turn order here. Yeah, don't forget to select your token when you roll initiative. I'm rolling for you, Dion. High rolls, everybody. All right. Well, yeah, you got a 12. Not amazing, Dion. <laughs> but you guys do have a surprise round, so that's going to be really, really important for fighting these yes. things. Yes. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> How are those squares each five feet? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So looks like we got Glubjug in there, Debobby, Coslo, and Race, plus all of the Minotaur Skeletons. And looks like, Debobby, you are up first. So, all right. Yeah. 
All right. Can you tell me a little bit about the uh, subtleties between Fireball and Wall of Fire? So Fireball just does like a instantaneous burst in a 20 foot radius and does 8d6 damage everything in that radius. Wall of yep. Fire will put down like a 40 foot or 60 foot long foot wide wall that blocks line of sight and the shield will concentrate on it, I believe. So I don't think you have to concentrate on it. But anything that's in the wall when it appears has to make a dexterity saving throw. If they fail, then they take some damage. I think it's like 4d8 or 5d8 damage. And then anything that passes through the wall on their turn instantly takes that 4d8 or 5d8 damage with no save allowed. Okay. Okay. Cool. That's really cool. What a great shield. I'm going to cast Wall of Fire. <laughs> okay. Where are you creating this wall? I'm going to make it right down there to hopefully I can span like that whole edge. How long it go? All right. 60, 60 feet. Yeah, that's about right then. All right. So and create this. Like... These five foot, five foot. Yeah. So we've got so a wall of fire right do the, there. Do the pings again. So you're going to want to start it over there and go sure. all the way across so okay. that they have to they get hit by it and they have to walk through it. Got it. So like that's right what I there. want. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Sweet. That's what I'm talking about. Neato. Yeah. All right, so it's not a full five feet thick, so I'm, I'm making it a little bit smaller than five feet, but it's it's enough that it's going to pass through their space. So they're going to have to make the save and then walk through it and take more damage. Okay, cool. Yes. Oh, not only this, but you get to pick a direction that heat sort of like pulses out of it, and then anything yeah. that ends their turn within 10 feet of that side of the wall also takes automatic damage. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So yeah. then I'm going to want to have that go from, you know, like out towards the bear okay so but all, not but it won't hit him right right but and all then of when these I'm, squares here yeah. are going to be damaged if it's if somebody ends their turns in them that's right and okay. so what i'm thinking is maybe i like whip on down over here okay. and then if they try to get past me I'm, they're gonna they're gonna have problems groovy all right so bobby sort of sensing the moment to strike is about to pass he very quickly calls upon the power of his devilish shield and yeah. uh it conjures forth a wall of fire, which just covers these uh, minotaur skeletons. They get to make dexterity saves. So hey, Shield, how are you doing today? <clears throat> uh, I'm feeling all right, but I'd feel so much better if your friend wasn't on the verge of death. Don't you agree? <laughs> yeah, don't hyper-focus on that, Shield. Look, he's his own man. There's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> I just don't want to see you guys fail. All because of his stubbornness and refusal right, well, to take my deal. All right, your concern is noted. I'll uh, pass it along to him later. <laughs> right now, I just need a wall of fire, okay, buddy? All right, here it goes. <laughs> all right, so wall of fire, fire. They both failed their saves. You roll 5d8 fire damage, and we'll apply it to both of them. Sweet. Mmm, gorgeous. Gorge. Roll your damage, homie. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yes. You can just you can just type in the chat like slash roll, and then space. No, I'll just press it. I'm gonna press it. Okay. I like to press it. Uh, wait. That too. Or can I? Don't think I. I don't think I can. Yeah, just go to D8. Is it real? Yeah, yeah. Go to D8. Five. Got it. That's what I did before, I suppose. There's so many different ways to do it. It's great. All right, 18 fire damage, and they take the full amount since they both failed. So, bam, 18. Nice. Okay, then you moved over there, and you get ready to attack them. Next up will be 
that Minotaur skeleton on the very north. He notices what's going on, but is too slow to react. Koslo, your turn. Ah. How, right. uh, how high? Oh, Koslo, sorry. I am going to, I am going to, oh, I gotta do the smart thing. Come on, Koslo, don't die. <laughs> don't die. I want to be heroic. Yeah, oh, boy. Your I bear fur run. is getting a little scorchy right now. I know. I want to run down and I want to shove that one minotaur through the plate glass window and then get the hell out of there before I catch on fire. So. Yeah, but won't you, like, burn up? No, because I have to end my. If I end mm. my turn, ah, I get right. fire. So you have to reach through, reach through the wall, though. Yeah, one of the problems the is fire. the wall actually blocks line of sight. So you don't actually okay. even mm. see these two anymore. Oh, well, that's much better. Like they're push this guy. Stupid. Push this guy out. Is there a window there? No. Oh, there's not. No. If I went up there, he'd just kill me. Oops! Uh, I ruined all of the bear's plans. No, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> the bear doesn't have any plans. The bear is going to <laughs> squeeze through and and step right up there, and then groan bear sounds of encouragement to his allies. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you slowly crawl back through the shattered window. Sounds good. Yeah, actually, you realize, as you were sort of, like, crawling into this area, Koslo, you sort of look down at the ground in front of you, and you realize that the stained window, most of it has just kind of, like, fallen, like, forwards into the cemetery. You can still make out what that window used to be. And it is actually a depiction of a scene that you're kind of familiar with. Let me pull it up here. This is a scene depicting Torm. Presenting the Helm of Torm's sight to Lanish Fogel, a revered hero of Elturel's past and a dedicated paladin of Torm. The helm in the stained glass picture is a is the same one that Grand Duke Ravenguard came to the chapel in search of. What was the paladin's first name? Jared? Lanish. <laughs> Not Jared. <laughs> great, great, great grandfather of Jared oh, Fogel. Boy, how that family name has suffered. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. You crawl on back through the window, hoping for maybe a better opportunity to use your bear powers. Is that it? That's it for me. Okay. Peace out. Glubjag. How tall is this ceiling? Oh, yeah. Good question. Chapel ceiling. Let's see. Let's say probably about, it doesn't say so, you know, about 12 feet tall, let's say. Yeah. So not ne not necessarily out of the reach of the Minotaur skeleton. Oh, no. Yeah, now they're, they can reach the ceiling. All right. And what are all these broken things lying around? Various pews, chairs, tables for the, you know, if you've ever been to, I'm sure you've been to like a, a funeral or a wake. All the mm -hmm. stuff to sort of set that up is in inside of this chapel, but it's all been destroyed and ransacked. Okay. I'm going to go behind this pew, and then I'm going to fire Kurigul at, at this guy. Sure. Okay. You dash forward, take a little bit of cover behind a pew, and pew pew at the, uh, pew, pew. At the Minotaur. <laughs> Ooh, nice. All right, first shot definitely hits for five piercing damage. And, and 18 to hit. 18 to hit also hits for five. For 11. 11 piercing damage. Okay, nice. Yeah. All right, two solid hits. The arrows shatter portions of the thing's skull as you're aiming for its head. 
the weird purplish mist sort of pouring out of its eyes, the necromantic energy that is animating it, still seems to be holding it together, though. Nice. Okay. Any bonus actions for you, or are you done? I'm done. Okay. Next up will be the um, skeleton. This one back here is surprised. Oh, interesting. I just thought about this. Because you cast a wall of fire in a surprise round, its turn technically ends, and it's still standing <laughs> in the wall of fire. So it automatically yeah. takes 5d8 damage. That's kind of ridiculous. I'll roll it since I think Aaron's making himself some more wieners. 16 fire damage to this surprise skeleton that's just Lord. covered in flames. Race, buddy, your turn. <sighs> okay, so... And like this this thing inside of me a fairy fire two up top because i can reach them sure they're gonna hit me so i'm actually uh, you know what i'm going to do a hypnotic pattern on those two up there it's got a 30 foot range so i should be able to hit both of them i think they just reach you want to uh, confirm but yeah hypnotic pattern is a 30 foot cube cube okay. so yeah you definitely definitely can hit them Hey, awesome. So, I cast Hypnotic Pattern, baby! Mm. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's my very prince spell right there. Hypnotize. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Hypnotic Pattern, they have to make, uh, let's see. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom, okay. So, I'll do the one up north first. Wisdom save. Gets a six. Huh. All right. That one is hypnotized. Next one. Get my body and you wanna stand still tonight. <laughs> Gets a nine. All right. Hey, okay. So you guys see race as soon as the wall of fire goes up and Glubjeg does his cool move, lets off those arrows. Race begins to bust out. What, what's your favorite instrument, race? Is it your pipes? Yeah, yeah, my pipes that I use for the rat sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he pulls out his pipes and begins to play this uh, this little melody, kind of trying to do it softly and quietly to not spoil the surprise. But at the very end, he sort of blows really hard on this really high note, and out of the pipes shoots this like amazing color rainbow spectrum that just sort of like <laughs> poke, like shoots out <laughs> and just kind of creates this like poof. Kind of like a, a firework that's like, you know, frozen up in, up in the sky. And it's right above these Minotaur skeletons. And as they're sort of like adjusting to the combat that's happening, they just are horribly distracted by this. They're just staring at it with their undead <laughs> eyes. And they just can't seem to do anything except look and wonder. Nice. <clears throat> nice job. And then he's like, cream, get on top. <laughs> uh, do you want to move? Um Race. Yes, sir. I'm gonna. Uh, I think I got the 25 feet movement. Can I get behind? You see that center, like a uh, knocked-over bench in between Glubjeg and the Bobby. <coughs> sure. I don't know if I can reach it. It might not. That's as far as you get, right there. But you know, you're pretty. You you feel pretty safe. You got these two up north hypnotized, and these two down here are. You can't even see them anymore. They're just covered in fire. As far as you know, they're dead. Just pure flames. Yeah. And then I will give bardic inspiration to the Bobby. Okay. Ooh, excellent. Thank you. 
Alrighty. No worries. Next up is this Minotaur skeleton who's down here, and he is trapped in the fire and surprised. Surprised. So he takes automatic damage. Go ahead and roll it, to Bobby. 5d8. Do I get 5d8 again? Oh, baby. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of a surprise round in Wall of Fire. Does anybody remember about how much damage it took to bring these guys down? Ooh. No. no, sir. <laughs> wow. Maybe it was I wish my brain worked like that. Between 60 Holy and 90. Yeah. yeah, 28 damage. Okay. And then finally, the last Minotaur skeleton gets to go, but it is hypnotized and surprised. So, nothing. That means, Dababi, it is your turn again. And this Me is the first ready? round that the Minotaurs are going to be able to actually do anything. So. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't actually reach them, can I, without getting a little hot under the collar? Yeah, but aren't you a fire genasi? Oh, yeah, right? I've got resistance, but I'll probably still take damage. You'll take oh, half I thought damage. you had immunity. I'll still take half damage. I, I don't believe I have immunity. I believe I just have resistance. So You also can't see I, them. I can't see them, but, I mean, who needs to see them? Yeah, well, if you want to attack them, it's generally helpful. <laughs> But yeah. Not necessary, I suppose. Unless I've got something I could just, like, you know, completely annihilate them with. Like, like, oh, yeah. Like, what if I wanted to thunder wave them? Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't do think that. I want to do that yet, though, because um, it pushes them. And I would like them to stay where they are. I would like to push them back later. Not right now, maybe. Okay. How far do you push them back? Ten feet away from like me effectively through their respective plate glass windows. Oh, you want them to go through the plate glass windows, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Just an action movie. <laughs> it's going to defeat the purpose of setting up the wall of fire. How long does the wall of fire last? A minute or, or more? Uh, yeah, like quite a while. And if I push them through the window, how much damage are they really going to take? Maybe like... Yeah, you, you should save it. You should save it until they get past the wall of fire and push them back. Exactly. Okay. And I can't see them, so, alright, so then I'm just going to, um... Oh, you know what? I haven't done a magic missile for a long time. I could just do that. It's something to do. Hold a faithful. You need line of sight for that, don't you? Yeah, but I can use it on one of the other dudes. Oh, yeah. Oh, if well, you do, then they get woken up out of their thing. Yeah, don't, don't damage those guys. They're just totally inactive right now. Oh, don't damage them, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And um, as long as Grace concentrates, it's a minute long, so... I don't even know what the hell to do then, since I can't see those other guys. Like, um, your friends are too good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Can we buy fire potentially, or is that not a thing? You can you, you can attack them. There's a fifty percent chance that you'll just miss them, though. Ready, ready in action. Just just ready in action. Actually, Hold an action. No, so when they get oh, because they they're right. gonna get an action, right? Do you have any like alchemist fire or anything like that? No. You could ready I, a dodge. Well, I could ready burning hands. So, mm -hmm. so, so the rule is, by the way, guys, if you attack them, but you can't see them, you have disadvantage. That's mm. the rule. Okay, so <laughs> what about if I cast a spell on them that doesn't have a roll to hit? Most spells require that you be able to see the target, but not all of them. So it depends on what the spell is. So Burning Hands, yeah, that, that would work. This is a 15-foot cone. It's Burning Hands. That would work. Mm -hmm. So I kind of know where they are. I could probably hit both of them, no problems. You literally can't hit both of them with burning hands. It doesn't have a big enough area. 15 feet? So in order to hit both of them, you would need to hit the following squares. 
those squares, right? And that is right. 20 feet uh, of area, so there's no way that you could hit both of them. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Then I'll just hit one of them. Okay. Yeah, you can do that from where you're standing. You can choose to hit that one or that one. Whichever. I want to do the one with the least damage because I'm hoping I did enough damage. You can't, or will do enough damage. You can't tell. You don't. You can't see. You don't know which one is All the right. most hurt. So just <laughs> right. pick one. But I can. I can see both of them really clearly on the map. I don't see what the problem is. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pick the one on my right. Okay. This it's one? just seems right. No, on Dababi's on, right. Okay. Why do you have to be so fucking confusing? <laughs> All right, this one, sure. So you let loose a gout of flames from your burning hands just sort of yeah. into the wall of fire in the direction that yep. you know one of the skeletons to be. I uh, smile while I'm doing it. I smile big. Okay, dex saving throw. Here goes. Mm, wow, these guys are rolling like trash. It fails. Yes! Roll the damage. Big damage, baby. Could have been worse. Ouchie. All right, 10 points of damage, and then you hear it sort of scream as its bones sort of rattle, but it, you don't hear it fall apart. You think it's still alive. Okay, well, it won't be for long, so that's fine. What else are you doing, homie? Uh, I'm doing getting my bonus hit points and um, calling it good. Okay, next up is this Minotaur, who is fascinated and hypnotized and unable to do anything. Coslo! <laughs> All right, uh, I'm a bear, so can't really do a whole lot except bear stuff. So I'm just gonna kind of watch from right out here. If something, if I just something gets close to me. I'm gonna wail on it. I never rolled Lulu's initiative, guys. She's oh yeah, what does she do? She... Roll it up. <laughs> Let's see, she got a ten, so that's gonna put her right around there. Okay, so it turns out she went after Race had already hypnotized everybody, so she wouldn't have done anything either. She would have just broken the hypnotizing. So all right, all right. She just stood there and, and did, kind of did what Coslo did and just encouraged you guys. Sorry, didn't mean to talk over you, Jason. Coslo is just going to chill out, and I'll hold an action. If something gets within melee range of me, I'll deal with it. I'll okay. attack. Clubjig, your turn. All right. I'm going to do something a little unusual, perhaps. Perhaps. I can't remember. You count diagonals as twice movement. Is that right? Every other one is twice. Yeah. Every, every other, other one is one. ten. The okay. The first one is five. Okay. So I'm going to duck inside that curtain. Five, okay. 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. You run over to the uh, curtain and you, you sort of pass between the magical colors that's uh, hovering in the sky, but... Knowing, since your friend Race told you earlier about this magic, knowing that it doesn't matter if you enter the hypnotic pattern later, it only matters if you started in it. And you pull the curtain aside, correct? Yes. Okay. And this is what you see here. It's a playroom full of toys. <laughs> oh! Oh, uh, yeah. We didn't have enough things to deal with. Brad wants Hey, pal! Uh, well, you know. I could uh, make it this easy. Game. Make sure you got your ball bearings ready. <laughs> so, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you couldn't just fucking wait. Uh, inside, scattered wardrobes. We out here. Scattered wardrobes and dressing tables are strewn across the floor, as well as a number of smashed mirrors, suggesting this was once where priests prepared for their daily services. 
Spiral stairs leading down are guarded by two creatures with insectoid features, each one armed with a wicked trident, and they look at Mm. you. But not only that, but you see a specter, and you can't help but recall that when you first came to this place and a bunch of specters and shadows attacked you, one of them sort of, like, ran away, and you you didn't see exactly where it went. But this specter vaguely resembles, maybe exactly resembles that specter. And behind it is a humanoid-looking guy dressed in robes, uh, reminiscent of many of the robes that you see around here, strewn across the ground. He appears to be some sort of priest of uh, Lathander or Torm or somebody you're not entirely sure. But there's something very off about him. His skin is far too tight on his bones. And he, his eyes sort of glow with a reddish, like, malevolence as he sort of, like, stares at you as you walk in. But before you can make any sort of decisions about what to do about this, and I know I realize I'm interrupting your turn, but this is kind of important. Perhaps you raise your bow in an attempt to shoot at one of these guys. But from the stairs to your left, suddenly a cacophony of sounds erupts, shrieking demonic trilling and sort of like this the creepy sound of like insectoid legs scurrying and you look and you see that a a deluge of demons are are spewing out of the staircase towards you (laughs) thank you so much are they uh are these things devils i will give you a religion check to determine what those are Oh, the good old religion check. We always do well on these. This is our thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. you, you religion don't know. Check brigade. They're, they look like creatures <laughs> with features. <laughs> Go ahead and give I'm me a... I'm a uh, warrior, and I still don't know. <laughs> all you know is you hate all of these things. Give me another... And that you're dead. <laughs> give me another uh, religion check, please. This is for Brain. these things. Okay, so you do recognize some of the creatures that are spewing forth from the lower levels. You recognize that there are five dretches, and they're being accompanied by what appears to be a giant scorpion, but this giant scorpion is reddish and black in color, and its carapace has all sorts of horrific spikes. And in fact, you see like various skulls impaled on these spikes, and you realize this is some sort of fiendish giant scorpion. Okay. So these dretches are definitely devils, definitely from, or sorry, definitely demons from the abyss. They are one of the weakest kinds of demons. What else do you know? You got a sixteen. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, you know a few things about them. First of all, they're resistant to cold, fire, and lightning. I mean, to poison like many uh, demons and devils are. You do not want to be around them, like within 10 feet of them, when they decide to fart. (laughs) Because it can poison you if you're too close and you don't have iron constitution. I know a lot of people like that. I didn't know they were demons. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Aaron. My farts aren't that bad. I don't know. Um, Demon. And I will finally allow you one more religion religion check. Go and roll that for me. Before you're murdered instantly. Yeah. This religion check is to see who your god is. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still in the middle of my turn. 
<laughs> yeah, you still yeah, have choices. It's, it's definitely ball bearings time. Okay. Yeah. They, they're not flying, are they? No. No. Okay, great. So this last religion check is to notice that this man over here is definitely undead. Okay. All right. I'm going to roll initiative for all these guys, and then once that's all handled, I will let you finish <sighs> your turn. <laughs> We thought we were gonna just fly by this one. We were doing so well, man. <laughs> yeah, we were well, doing so well that Glove we was like, "This is too easy. I'm gonna go see if I, I can't get us killed." I'm into Dark Souls mode right quick. I have a hunch, guys. A hunch. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess you better hope it plays out. <laughs> oh, this thing was inside of the area of the. Okay, so oh, yeah. even though this guy was inside of the area of the hypnotic pattern, it doesn't seem to be affected by it. That. All right, so we're starting with Glubjag. All right, Glubjag, everybody is in initiative. You can finish your turn. Okay, so I have a hunch, guys, that that these demons are not on the same side as these other creatures. So... I'm just going to run away and see if they start attacking each other. <laughs> that's... Ooh, that's, a, that's a hunch. Can't she sure. drop some ball bearings first at least? <laughs> at least two bags, please. <laughs> well, I, I kind of want to take the dash action to get out of here. Okay. <laughs> so I think All that's right, what well, uh, Kozlo, I have a great way for you to end your character's uh, <laughs> illustrious career. Uh, go and dive, dive down the hole outside. Is yep. Perfect. What <laughs> <laughs> the hole? I'm going right there. Okay. That's that's my turn. Okay. All right. You stirred the pot. We'll see what you cooked up when you. you Don't worry, guys. It's all gonna work out. All right. These guys were just standing out here, not guarding for the people inside there. <laughs> Does everyone remember just how many stories Glubjeg has about horrible things that happened to military units he was serving in? <laughs> yep. I wonder why. <laughs> well, I mean, so, uh... <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Damn. Uh, as the DM, I wish that had been against one of you guys. Oof. Oh, well. I'll just have to keep hurting myself. See, I told you. It passed. <laughs> the couple of you who can still sort of see into this room notice the specter sort of hovering towards the area where the demons and the scorpion sort of poured out of. And then you hear like a screeching like, Then Minotaur? Don't okay. mock me. I was in a battle once against the red sorcerers were on one side and the, the helm of Torm was on the other side. And we were just mercenaries, so I ran right through them, and they started attacking each other. I mean, so I know that happens, right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut up. Well, I mean, you do know that there is a literally a war between devils and demons happening right here on Avernus. Yeah, that's so, why I was asking if those were devils. Unfortunately, yeah, you couldn't figure that out, so you just had to sort of, like, hope that they were. Yeah. All right, so I'm just reading Wall of Fire here. I'm pulling it up for everybody to see. A creature takes the same damage when it enters the wall for the first time on a turn or ends its turn there. The other side of the wall deals no damage, yada, yada. So 
what this means is that the since they started still inside of the wall, they don't take the damage when they walk through it this turn. Just so you know, because they already okay. were in it. So it's going to walk forward, but you know, if you thunder wave them back in, they'll take more damage or if Coslo bum rushes them and pushes them back in, they'll take more damage. They have to end their turn. Yeah, they have to end their turn. So this uh, this one sort of powers through the the wall. You notice when it finally appears, it is mostly scorched. These things are very tough, but this thing is definitely below half health. Lots of damage on this guy already. Uh, and it sees you, Dababi, realizes the fire is sort of like still sort of like emanating off of your body. And it swings its great axe at you, hoping... Yeah, good luck. Good luck, <laughs> shit bag. <laughs> you got the inspiration. Oh, oh, yeah, Bardic Inspiration. What is it? That helps me with something here. Oh, right, this thing can charge. Okay, so it goes like five. Oh, uh, yeah, let me pull up the options. Yeah, well, how does it know where to charge when Man. it can't see me? So, yeah, it, it walks out, sees you. And then there, and then boom, <laughs> charges you. Put it on there. Does it have the movement for this? Oh, yeah, it's got plenty of movement. It's got 40 feet of movement. All right, so it charges, hits with a gore attack in the same turn. Okay, so it's going to try to gore you. Here it goes. Oops. Oh, 14. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. Epic fail. Big fail. And it can't do anything else. That's it. Oh, well. Next up is the... So you guys hear the sounds of more fighting happening in the stairwell in that other room. And Aaron, you can add it to an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw, just to let you know. 1d8. Okay. Anytime I make a roll, I can just add another d8 afterwards. Yes, sir. Basically. Okay. Got it. Attack or save. Yeah, that is a bunch of misses. Okay. Then, Race, your turn. Oof. What are we going to do with... Oh, he's he's actually quite close. I want to use dissonant whispers and just sing a song of me whooping his ass. And... <laughs> they got to make a wisdom saving throw. If they fail, they take 3d6 damage. All right. Damage. And it'll run away, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Into the fire, you fool. Wisdom save. Oh, it is a big fail. Big fail. Nice. Two of that. Yes! All right. Dissonant. Ooh, 3D. 12. Nice. 12 psychic damage, you say? Oh, showed up. I don't know if I clicked them. Yeah. Okay. Yep, it came through. All right, and it runs away, which provokes an attack of opportunity from Dababi. So go ahead and make oh, that if you want. Thank you yes. so much. Up his monkey ass. Okay. Oh, wow. Buh. <laughs> All right. Also, give an inspiration to, to Glubjag. Okay. Yeah, little Glubjag. buddy. How long does that last, by the way? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? Okay. Yes. So I'm assuming 11 doesn't hit. 11, if you're not adding anything to it, you have to say that now. I'm going to add something to it. What are you going to add? A D8. Okay. Some stank on it. A D8. Because I don't feel like it's going to hit. Alrighty. That there, is how about that? to hit. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's a note of destruction because of your boy race is a badass. So it has to make another uh. constitution save or else it takes three damage. Nice. Calm. There we go. And it what failed. What a team. What a team. <laughs> so roll your damage. Oh, uh, you did. You did. I Sorry. did, didn't I? 11 yeah. plus 3, so 14. 
And with that, you shatter it to pieces. Bones go flying. Nice. It's <laughs> Yeah. All right. Nice job. Race, you doing anything else? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. Then more battling happens. Let's see. Battle. Battle. Happen. Battle. 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 Oh, battle. Data. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's a good roll. Pretty good. Uh, this thing's AC here. Oh, yeah. Oh, they both hit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kill each other. What is the deal with Minotaur skeletons? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you a skeleton? What do you do? <laughs> Next up is Lulu's turn. And she says... Oh my goodness, is there a whole bunch of demons in the other room? Oh boy, I'd love to blast them all to bits with my trumpet. Let's see if I can do that real quick. What's my movement speed? 120 foot fly speed, you mother! Wow! What a, what a queen! <laughs> she just takes off like a torpedo, just pew! Just flies into the other room. She's like Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah! She, she sees this huge group of all these demons and devils. Uh, There's like a puff of smoke where she was standing a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, she so she started over here, she zipped over here, she's got a trumpet, 30-foot cone, holy crap, guys, this is, this is fucking Christmas for her. This is like the coolest thing she's ever seen. Yeah, she's gonna- I just gonna... love how polite she is about all of it. <laughs> She's gonna trumpet all of these guys. I'd love to trumpet them. <laughs> oh my god, she can hit all of them except for the undead dude and the one dretch in the back. I know you guys can't really yeah. see very well here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna temporarily move Coslo over just so that the audience can see this. That's a good idea. Coslo into this room. So, there's like this huge grouping of demons over here. You guys can kind of see it. So yeah, she's gonna trumpet them. She's gonna do the trumpet of sparkles. Yeah, evil creatures have disadvantage on the saving throw. That's <laughs> oh, so brutal. So, I'm gonna take a few moments here. Well, first I'm gonna roll the damage. Just gonna roll the damage. 48 plus four damage. That's really, really good. <laughs> Damn. Oh my god, look at that! <laughs> Yay. 29 points of damage. Thank, thank you, Lulu. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one thing about her is that she she hates evil in all its forms and she is she is just down to destroy it whenever it comes. You might you might guys have to learn to rein her in a little bit because she <laughs> I love yeah. the idea that we walk into that room and she's standing there over like 30 corpses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Alright, well that one actually might have passed with that. That is, yeah, that's actually a pass. So the, the this one somehow manages to pass 14 radiant damage. And let's see, this guy... Con save, disadvantage... Also manages to pass, kind of crazy. Ooh. Even with, with disadvantage, it's nuts. Just gonna roll the other, other these guys here. 
Okay, so that one actually failed, so it takes the full 29 points. This guy... This guy miraculously passes. Wow, I'm a little sad here. I, want, I wanted her to just murder everything in this whole room. Okay, that one fails. 29 points. Everybody get your shots ready. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Someone's trying to get a saucy on the internet. That mm -hmm. one fails. You guys hear the sound of a specter being totally annihilated, which <laughs> you've become familiar with, having killed enough of them yourselves. That guy's dead. That guy managed to survive. And, okay, that's it. These guys are rolling amazing with disadvantage. I know. It's kind of makes me really sad. But Lulu then flies out of there because her flying speed is so incredible. That does provoke an attack by one of these things, but it's probably going to be worth it. Tried it too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a miss. She's She's got an amazing AC, so she's good. She comes back out of the room and is like, all right, boys, I softened them up for you. There's a lot of berries in that room. <laughs> all right, well, we should drink to that. Chris Fail donated for all of us to have a shot. Cheers and drink up, brave Saturday warriors, commonly known to stave off the effects of mummy rot. Much love, Chris. Here's to that. Hey, Thanks, Chris. Chris. All right, Chris. Thank you so much. So then I'm cured, right? Kozlo's all good? No? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think that did it, yeah. That whiskey will do it, you know? Jason, you're cured. Cheers. So the other Minotaur behind the Wall of Fire emerges. Ooh, this one is going to have a bit of a harder time. Let's see. Five. Okay. It'll get there. And let's see. I guess it'll attack Glubjeg. Mm. Here you go, oh, Goslo. Guess who's right next to a window? Or is that uh, a door? It attempts to gore you. Mm. Mm. Oh, horrible miss! <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, it, it it crashes into that pew that you sort of were like straddling and trying to take cover behind, knocking splinters of wood flying, but you are miraculously unscathed. <laughs> Yep. Okay, this thing is going to move forward and attack another baddie. Let's see if I can get some hits here. Weaken these guys for you. Okay. That is one hit for two points of damage. Okay. Worthless. Minotaur skeleton still hypnotized. Another one of these guys comes forward. Bite claw. Miss, miss. Then this guy goes. All right. Playing with myself. Just playing with myself. Do, 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 do. Claw and a trident. Okay. Well, that kills that guy. Ah! And then the trident misses. Yes, just barely misses. Okay. Da Bobby, your turn. All right. Finally, time to move in and slap this fucker around a little bit. Slap that fucker. Bow, ba -ding, bow, ba -bow, bow, bow. Slap that fucker. Bow, ba -ding, bow. <laughs> bow, bow, bow. Oh, I bet that's not going to hit. I don't have any more inspirationals. Oh, no. So you're going to have to go with that 12? I'm going to have to go with that 12. What happens? Oh, what a shame. You swing your, your wrench, and you get very disheartened as you just realize, like, halfway through, like, oh, this isn't going to do anything. 
but it connects and shatters its rib cage. Eight points of thunder Ooh. damage. Nice. Yeah. I'm it, so happy I celebrate by hitting it again, unless it's already dead. It's not. <laughs> okay. Emboldened by your previous yeah. hit, you swing again, shattering more of its ribs. It is on the verge of falling apart, but still up. Yes. Okay. Moving or anything else? Nope. Next up is another hypnotized minotaur skeleton. Boy, I sure hate you, Race the Roaster. For <laughs> <laughs> they just like my sexy moves, man. What can I say? <laughs> Coslo, your turn. You're muted, sir. <laughs> and that's why I want to do what I want to do. I can move down in these four squares, right? If you really want to. I do, and I want to attack the shit out of this Minotaur. Yeah. You're going to get hurt by the fire. Well, if Dababi will knock it off, I won't get hurt by it. Dababi's I mean, not the one in control. Uh, but yeah, you, uh, okay. <laughs> you could try. Screw it. Because that thing wants me to die. It wants me to be closer to death, so I'll make a bad choice. Nope. The shield's like, yes, come into the... Go I'll definitely drop concentration on the firewall, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just I mean, wants to help you. I don't know what your problem is. I could get there. I could get there, because that's from the back square to the front. So, yeah, I will move there. Thank you, Brad, for informing me of that choice. Yeah. Okay, right. I'm going to do that, and then I'm going to smack this fucking guy here. All right, smack him up. Let's see. I'm going to do the bite and the claw. Okay. Bite. Und claw. Mm. Oh, no. Bite misses. Und claw. Claw hitses for six piercing damage. All right, yeah, you try to bite down on its head as it's kind of been brought low by the blows to its rib cage. But right as you try to chomp down, it lifts its head up and roars in your face defiantly. And then you just well, kind of go like, yes. eh, and smack it in the face. <laughs> and its head falls <laughs> off and it dies. Well, oh good, I killed it. <laughs> that was dramatic. I thought for sure it was going to kill me. <laughs> nope. Like a like a smart guy, you waited until all of your enemies were on the verge of death, and then you came in and kill stole them from all your friends. Sadly, the uh, shield is like fine, and then it drops the concentration on the wall of fire. Yeah. You guys won't need it anymore. All right, Glubjag, your turn. And begins to focus on healing Kozlo without his permission. <laughs> yeah, right. Should we just? Should we just wait and see the outcome of what's happening in that room and just probably see, what's see what comes through the doors? Although we could finish off these other two losers while yeah, we're waiting. Take them off one by one. What are the minotaurs? Are they they're undead? But whose side do they align with? The demons or the devils? It's an awful lot of talking for in combat, especially from yes. a bear. <laughs> I'm guessing they decide. I'm guessing they side with the devils. I forgot that I should have gotten an extra two d six when I hit this guy over here. Yeah, from your uh, bonus action dealie. Glubjeg looks around for another curtain he can pull back to reveal 70 <laughs> demons. Hey, go ahead and roll that, because, you know, bugbears never really get to use that surprise attack thing. That's one of their okay, best Okay, cool. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. All right, another... Wow, nine points. Cool. All right, yeah. Retroactively, the Minotaur's ankle, which was just kind of really badly fractured when it was alive, just shatters, and you see the Minotaur sort of slump down as more of its bones fall apart. But nice. it's still hypnotized. Sweet. All right. So we, we think we should take these guys out or let demons come out and they will fight. 
Ooh, that's too much talking. I'm gonna need you to make a choice. Okay. Yep. Yep. I'll take your lead to... on this since you seem to know everything about <laughs> 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 these kind of situations. Well, you your hunch. Hunch right. or punch? I'm gonna hold an action. Sure. I'm gonna ready my bow and I will shoot something that moves towards us. Okay. If anything, if any creature approaches, you'll shoot it. All right. Yes. Got it. All right. More off-screen combat. Exciting. Huzzah. Yeah. Describe it for us. Oh, wow. That one crit. Good boy. Look at you. Okay. Race's turn. Oof. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm just going to keep concentrating and... I'm going to wait for the other guys to move, but I will make sure that nothing can just sideswipe me. So I'm going to be right there. Okay. It's going to be Lulu's turn again. All right. Let's see how many times she can do her crazy blast. Let's see. Three times a day. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. So she's like, boys, I told you there's a whole bunch of baddies. Well, I suppose I'll go in and blast them again. So she gets right there, and then you see her kind of shriek in pain as, oh! as this held action goes off. So she's got to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, wait, she gets a plus four onto that. Okay, so she actually, she got a she got withered. 17. So that is a pass. Uh, takes half damage. So she's going to take half damage. So yeah, Lulu flies over and looks inside of the room and you see this like necrotic energy sort of like wash over her as she screams. She's like, oh, hell no, you did not just do that to me, you wrinkled old fucker. And then she <laughs> blasts her trumpet again. This time you hear a man scream as he's uh, apparently engulfed in this uh, radiant energy spewing forth from this flying elephant's trunk. As ridiculous as that all sounds. <laughs> all right, let's roll the damage here. Oh, 18 damage. Oh, okay, not a, not a great roll. But that will kill these two guys instantly because they're so low. Then this giant scorpion dies as well. Oh my God, nice. now she's clearing wow. out everything. <laughs> this creature uh, with the trident fails, so full damage there. And this other one also fails, 18. And then finally, the, the man, the undead man in the back, who apparently was the one who dealt all this damage to Lulu, you, you guys hear him scream as he is also struck by this. Oh, wow, okay. He passes the DC's 14, but you can tell you can tell just by listening to the like anger and rage that uh, is in his scream that that hurt him a lot. Lulu, sort of licking her wounds, flies back here and says, Oh, that guy's dangerous. He hurt me pretty bad. <laughs> Sorry, Lulu. You hear the human in the back go like, Go forth! Kill them! They must be a league with the demons! Thank you for listening to Rated RPG Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Subscribe to Rated RPG wherever you get your podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. 
Many thanks to all of our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to join them, the address is patreon.com slash ratedrpg. Follow us on Twitter at ratedrpgpodcast. And for Rated RPG live streams, check out twitch.tv slash gamesocietypimps. On behalf of everyone at the gaming table, thank you for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast.